there's probably like a fistful maximum of people who are still doing the same thing that they were doing from day one or still in the industry. And I think for myself, it's like, I knew what my values were. I knew why I was doing what I was doing. And that's really strong for me. And I think that knowing those, why I show up on a daily basis and how I want to show up is really helpful. And I think people can do it really simply, like pick the top three things of like, what are your core values? What do you stand behind? Like, what is so important to you? I know you, you know, your faith, your health, your kids, your family, that's rock solid to you. And to me, very similar, but like why I'm showing up what I'm doing, I'm I'm making an impact. My integrity is number one. And, you know, my connections as on a human level is, is the third one. We always want to show up as the best version of ourselves. And one of the core values in this business is, you know, our main goal is to help people live in alignment with their small, still voice inside of themselves. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Welcome back to the Side It's Your Turn podcast. I am Marley Amos and I'm the host today and I have the privilege of interviewing Christina. What's up? I'm so excited, you guys. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun today. My client, Marley, you are here today and we are turning the tables. So I'm pretty much not going to say anything else. I know that so many people have over the years, my clients have wanted to ask me all sorts of questions. And today we are going to do that. So you guys, I hope you enjoy today's episode and Merle, back to you. Hi, everyone. I'm just going to jump right in with the question. So Christina, you have a superpower. Uh, yes, you do. You really stay so true to yourself, so true to your purpose. And truly do not let the comparison, everything in the online space. And the number one question I got for you was, how do you block out all that noise, stay true to you and your purpose? Oh my gosh, what a good question to start. We were talking about this before we pushed record and you did such a great job coming up with the first question. I love it. Um, And thank you for saying that that's my superpower. I really do believe that, you know, it is a superpower of mine in the fact that, you know, I'm not... I guess I'm not a super, you know, like a a kind of like a superhuman in some regards, because I definitely do, you know, I see it and I sometimes fall into comparison. I sometimes catch myself going like, am I good enough? Should I do this? Should I do that? There's just so much stuff. I don't care what stage of your journey in, whether it's a business or, you know, personal or all of the things, there is moments where you get caught up thinking I should be doing this. I should be doing that. They're doing this. They're doing that. But I think for me, how I stay so true to myself is like, I just don't know how to be anyone but myself. And I think I've done that really, really well 
Like I do myself well, I, I can't be everyone else. And I think that that is definitely something that comes a little bit natural to me is the fact that like, I don't know how to fake it. I don't know how to not say stupid, dumb things. I don't know how to not cuss. I don't know how to, you know, show my, um, you know, my, my dumb side, my crazy side, my political side, you know, I, I try to respect everyone. I definitely keep my integrity and my faith and the ultimate goal at the forefront. And I think that that's really helpful. And that's kind of what I would suggest to other people that perhaps have a hard time with that is like, what are your main core values? And like, if you keep those in front of you, you shouldn't really get stuck in being your most authentic self because my core values are my integrity. Does this feel integrous? Does this feel like something that I want to do? You know, my core values is being vulnerable and and showing up to my purpose. And, you know, if I do something based upon not making an impact and not helping someone, then I know that I've deviated off of being my most authentic self. So thank you for saying it's a superpower. I'm not 100% perfect, but I definitely do that really well because it's just so important to me. And I think when something's really important to you, it becomes a little bit easier. Wow. That was so good. Um, Have you, so core values, I'm big on that. I truly believe that when you align your core values with your actions, the magic happens mm-hmm. Magic within yourself. So have you always been so aligned with your core values? Like, can you give, uh, can you pull back the curtain a little, tell us a little about your journey to this, you know, such confidence. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I don't think I always have. I think over the last probably 10 to 12 years of really working on myself, I've learned really what they are. And, you know, I think my husband started reading Traction probably about five or four or five years ago. And I think that that like really helped the book Traction is like definitely it's a business based book, but they talk about, you know, core values and they talk about entrepreneurial organization systems and stuff like that. But when I did set up my business back in gosh, I don't even know what year it was about five or six years ago. I got my, like, you know, that, that time that you get your, your business, you name your business and you get it licensed and it becomes an official LLC. Obviously I was doing things before that, but like when I was like, Oh fuck, this is real. Um, I definitely wanted to make sure that I had my like values of why I'm even doing this. You know, I think it's really helpful for people to see that like when you know exactly why you're doing something and the purpose behind it, it's easier to keep showing up to it. You know, you and I have talked about a thousand times that especially in this online space, even when I first started, there's probably like a fistful maximum of people who are still doing the same thing that they were doing from day one or still in the industry. And I think for myself, it's like, I knew what my values were. I knew why I was doing what I was doing. And that's really strong for me. And I think that knowing those, why I show up on a daily basis and how I want to show up is really helpful. And I think people can do it really simply, like pick the top three things of like, what are your core values? What do you stand behind? Like, what is so important to you? I know you, you know, your faith, your health, your kids, your family, that's rock solid to you. And to me, very similar, but like why I'm showing up what I'm doing, I'm I'm making an impact. My integrity is number one. And, you know, my connections as on a human level is, is the third one. We always want to show up as the best version of ourselves. And one of the core values in this business is, you know, our main goal is to help people live in alignment with their small, still voice inside of themselves. Oh my gosh. That is so, so true, Christina. I think you said it so beautifully. And also, I think knowing your core values and just really what guides you, what makes you feel good, 
also gives you that, you know, that introspect of also what triggers you. Because you, you know, I'll have a value, you'll have a value, you can say something and then I can get triggered, but we don't have the same values. So I truly believe it all starts with the values and it allows you to also detach from the outcome. Yes. So good. So you brought up Nate and we all love Nate, your clients, everyone listening to the podcast. So I hear a lot from my clients and I'm in it and you're in it. And it's this common thing that everybody says, my spouse holds me back. My partner holds me back. So what is your advice? for that. Ooh, there's so many levels to this, you guys. So I remember when Nathan and I first got together and I was playing golf. So this year will be like 19 years that we've been together. So a really long time, but I'm not even a version of the same human that I was. And I remember him telling me at that time, I'm never going to hold you back from doing something because I never want to be the person that you have resentment to. And that was like really when I was playing professional golf and, or I was trying to play professional golf when I first started. And he's like, I will never tell you not to travel, not to try, not to invest all the money that it takes to do it because I never want you to look back and resent me for stopping. And I think that, you know, he has done a really good job throughout our lives of being that. And I've done the same thing for him you know, he's always had his business before we kind of got together, but he's over the last 19 years, things have really changed and he's had to invest a lot more. And I never want to be the person that says, don't do that. If, you know, I know that it's ultimately going to make him happy. Now there's a lot of that that's risky and scary. And I'm unsure of, but I also have enough respect and trust for him that like, I don't want to be that person for him. So I think that's number one is the fact that we have this mutual trust and respect for one another. But, you know, one thing that I always say to people when it comes to perhaps, you know, investing in themselves or changing themselves or whatever, I always say you have to be so committed to doing it. Because if you're a type of person who says like you're going to do a thousand things and never do it, it's not really that other person's fault because they've seen all of the things that you've done. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is just one more thing. And Nathan will tell you when I first started, you know, investing in myself you know, with coaches and masterminds and seminars and classes and all the things. Yeah, it was definitely an expense, but, you know, he just, he wanted me to be happy. So he's like, just go ahead. But he's like, I didn't think it was going to work in the beginning. And I don't blame him because I had done therapy and I had had so many issues that, you know, it wasn't really working, but it was when I just decided that it was going to work you know, I showed him that I was willing to do the work. I was showing him that like, I was so unbelievably committed. And so I think for me, it's like, you have to be so committed yourself and you have to have like that confidence, that little tiny bit of confidence when you're approaching your spouse and saying like, I know that this is a big deal. I know that this is a big investment, but like I 100% need this and I'm going all in on that. And then it's up to you to actually go all in on it. You know, on the flip side of that, I will say, too, that something that's really helpful is sometimes you're going to have to do things that your spouse doesn't approve of. And you're sometimes going to have to do things that your family doesn't approve of. You know, when I made this massive transition and you and I have talked about this before, I have become a completely different human. And, you know, I live a million miles away from my family. You know, I left home when I was like 20 years old to go to college. So for the last 19 years. My parents and my family knew a completely different version of me than I am now. And so when you're trying to make big changes to your life and when you're trying to do things, 
people may not understand it because they may know the old version of you. The version I am today is 100% not even close to the version I was 20 years ago, 19, 20 years ago. So when someone says like, oh, why are you doing that? Or who are you to be doing that? And all of the things they don't know this version of me because I've changed so dramatically and you have to be willing to do really hard things. And it's going to make people uncomfortable and you're going to have to have hard conversations and you're, you're sometimes going to hurt not on purpose, but you're sometimes going to hurt family members. You're sometimes going to hurt relationships, past friendships, you know, because you have to be willing to do something that's so dramatic in order to change yourself that sometimes people who knew the old version of you won't understand. Eventually they will. You know, the cool thing I remember just in the past six months, I remember my dad said to me, it was almost kind of that moment where he realized that what I'm doing now is actually like a real career. Yeah. He was like totally side. He was like, Oh my God, Chris, you do what? And like people pay. He's like, I've seen, I've seen this on television. You're doing these things. If I would have told and shown my dad five, six, seven years ago, became before this became what it is today, it would have been hard for him to understand. And it would have been hard for him to not shoot it down. And it would have been hard for him to not believe that it was possible. Sometimes you have to keep things private until people around you understand that it is like an actual real thing. And it didn't mean that, you know, he wasn't, he didn't think I, you know, could or whatever, but it was just wasn't like in his brain. It just didn't even seem possible. But now that it's reality, now he gets on board and he sees it and he's so proud and all the things. But oftentimes you're going to have to do hard things and have uncomfortable conversations and, you know, put yourself in like really strong boundaries in order to have the ability and the space for you to create the reality that you want. Does that make sense? Oh, that just makes total sense. (laughs) Clearly resonates with me. It's just things that can hold you back, um, makes people uncomfortable, but then you know, you have to separate yourself from that. Observe it. Stay true to you. What do you always say? If it's inside of us, it's for, if it's in you, yeah. it's for you. Amen. You, It's for you. And there was something that stuck out to me that you said, and it's really what I heard through that whole answer is that you didn't really wait for anyone's permission. No, fuck no. I had to do it. It was so inside of me. Like I just, For me, you know, I was talking to a client even this morning and I was like, you know, how do she's like, how do people make these changes? And I was like, I'll be honest with you. If I wouldn't have made the change when I did, and if I wouldn't have started taking some action and like made the decision that I was going to do something different, I don't even know if I'd be here today. Like that's kind of like the rock bottom I kind of got to. I don't know if it would have been the eating disorder or if I would have done something to myself or whatever that could have looked like. But it was almost like I just fucking knew. And I know so many people who are just, those are the people who have the most success. The people who are just going enough's enough. I'm, t- I'm tired of being sick and tired. Yes. Yes. So you, since you brought it up, but can yeah. you recall a breakthrough moment that shifted your being? Yeah. I, I remember. Pardon? Or a few breakthrough moments. Yeah. I think, and I don't even know if I've shared this on the podcast. I know I shared it in like a mastermind I was speaking of, but I remember where I was. I was sitting in a parking lot and I was 
talking to, and I had beginning to dip my toes into this. And I, you know, you and I've talked about my hashtag in the beginning, just be and worthy as fuck. And like, that's kind of how I started. Obviously things shift and change and your personality shifts and changes. And that's not where I wanted, where I want my brand to be. But um, in the beginning, I remember I was sitting in a parking lot and I was on a phone call, this girl who was um, playing professional golf because I was there. I tied my whole entire worth to looking a certain way and playing professional golf. And I remember it was maybe three or four years into like when I first started to change. And I remember she was on the phone with me and she was distraught. I played I played uh, college golf with her and she was distraught because she was she wanted to quit so bad. She started playing professional golf. It wasn't an alignment. She wanted to go home. She wanted to start a family. And yet she felt like her whole entire existence, who she was, her life was over. And I have known so many people, you know, I came from the athletic world. It's what I really know, but I know so many people in business and athletics and there's, I'm sure there's a billion other industries, whatever it is, motherhood, you know, theater, entertainment, whatever. But she believed her life was over because she was going to quit golf. And she was worried about what everyone was going to say. She was worried about like, could she do anything? She believed her whole entire worth was in playing golf. And I remember being in that car. I think it was the first time that I felt my throat want to explode. You know, right now I still struggle with like getting so passionate, but she was I literally was like trying to scream at her over the phone. And I was just telling her her life wasn't over and that there was so much more to life than just golf and her worth and her value and her purpose did not come from playing a stupid sport. And I just was like, and that to me was like the moment that I was like, cause she wasn't the first person, but she was a person I was kind of close with. And I think that that was the moment that I was like, enough is enough. If I've felt this and she's felt this and, you know, at that time there was a girl on the tour who had recently killed herself. And I thought enough's enough. Like people have got to understand that their worth does not come from what they do. And for me, that was kind of like, I was just possessed from that moment on. I was just going to help people. I was just going to help people realize what it had taken me far too long to realize. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of like that whole, you know, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not yeah. worth, I'm not good enough. All those beliefs that were ingrained also our worth is so many women, so many moms is tied into just that checklist that I talk about many times, you know, the weight, the money, how everything looks, but yet when their head hits the pillow, they're all like, is this it? Yeah. And you how know many what? People? How many? So many. I mean, so many that, you know, slide into my DMs and I'm sure into yours and, you know, we just work through it. And also know that it's not it. Answer, answer the questions that your brain is asking. Like, is this it? Am I worthy? Answer it back. You know, give, give equal airtime to, to the, the answers. Like, yes, I am worthy. Yes, I'm good enough. Yes, I'm going to make it happen. So I think we leave these questions unanswered in our um, brain, but that's a whole nother conversation. Oh my God. We need to do a whole nother podcast on that. You're so good, but yes, a hundred percent. I mean, how many people think of those things all the time? Is this it? I mean, I was on a client call this morning. She's like, life is just about waking up, running around until I'm so exhausted that I have to pass out until I do it again. Is this what life is? And I was like, yeah, this is what the world teaches us, but it's 100% fucking not. And you've got to fix it and you have to fix it for yourself before you can change it for your kids. In my opinion, 
hundred percent. You have to fix your internal and then not allow that external, you know, all those things come in. So when they feel like this is it and they answer their question where they feel like, no, you know what? There's more, there's more, there's more. So the person that wants to start a business, uh, become a coach, whatever it is that their purpose is, what would you tell someone who's beginning in the coaching space? Yeah, I mean, obviously I've worked with, you know, a lot of people who feel so passionate about great question, by the way, I obviously feel, you know, like I've worked with so many people who are so passionate about doing something similar to what I do. Right. And like, people always want to know, like, how did I start? How did it start happening? It's the same thing for when it started happening to you, Merle, you've changed so much over the last couple of years. I changed. You're so welcome. You deserve this. I know you guys can't see this, but like, she just said, thank you. And it's a hundred percent the truth. Like you have dramatically changed. And guess what's happening? People are asking you, what are you doing? Sliding into your DMs. Your community is wondering like how you've made such beautiful changes. It was the same thing for me. You know, people always ask, how did I start? And I think the people who have the most success are the people who started so organically. It's exactly the way I started. I started changing my whole entire life like how I showed up in the world. And people were curious. People wanted to know. And yes, there's so many limiting beliefs. Like, who am I to do this? Do I have the education? Am I, do I have all the answers? Can I actually help people? And my answer is very simple. Like, if you truly believe that you have like, just like you've changed your life dramatically and I changed mine, why can't I be a path and a guide to helping someone else change theirs? No one in ever over the last six years I've been doing this, not one person has ever asked me for a certificate, asked me what education I have, all of these things. They know where I was and they know where I am now. They know where they are and they know where they want to go. As long as I am one to two to a hundred steps ahead of them, If I can be the person who helps them with the tools, the strategies, and obviously over the years, I've literally invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into myself, read the books, the podcast, the the courses, the seminars, all the things. So that's quote unquote, my certificate, I guess. But if I can be a guide to them to get them closer to their, where they want to be, I don't have to have all the answers. You guys, I 100% Merle knows she's been a client of mine for years now. I don't always have all the right answers, but I can get them. I can point her in the right direction. We can always come up with what feels in alignment to her, but you don't have to have all of the answers. You don't have to have, you know, a podcast and a mastermind and a strategy All you have to do is have people coming to you asking in even before they are, honestly, can you change someone else's life by giving them the the value and the information that you have learned along your journey? If the answer is yes, you can definitely start. There's no question about it. And how do you keep going when it's hard? You and I were talking about this before. You and I are type of unicorns in this in this space, to be honest with you, because most people have the idea that they want to do this and perhaps they'll, you know, start an Instagram or they'll do a post or they'll tell someone that they're doing it. Even from when I started, however many years ago, like 1%, 5% of people who started are clearly not doing this anymore. Most people quit because 
They either have the insecurities, the doubts, it didn't work as fast as they wanted. You guys have heard the podcast a thousand times. Like this didn't just happen. My sold out practice and podcasts and masterminds just didn't fucking happen. It's been a journey. But the only thing that kind of sets you and I apart is we just didn't fucking quit. We just kept investing in ourselves. We just kept showing up. We just kept finding a way to yes. You know, people it's just, you have to like start from the bottom. Like, how do you even create like an Instagram? How do you even know what to call each call someone? What do you, you know, how do you do a contract? How do you charge someone? I mean, there's just so many things, but if you just keep showing up and, and my best advice, and obviously you do this is find someone who's gone before you. So you can fucking fast track this rodeo. I mean, I think that that's really, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so true. And also it's fine. Like, Full disclosure, um, the best thing you ever say is play the long game. I had many little quits along the way, but what I did have is the right support. And I surrounded myself with like-minded people, whether it was going on your retreats or just, you know, having you in my corner in Voxer. So I, all those times that I wanted to quit, I also had that support in place knowing, you know, where I wanted to go. And speaking of that, clarity is so big. What you said over there, like, where are you now? And who do you want to be? Where do you want to go? And that is what, you know, people really need to begin with. And then that middle, the gap is where the support comes in and the coaching and the skill set and, you know, looking to invest or hire. So I think that is so good. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. I just wanted to jump in here real quick. On a recent podcast, I mentioned that I have been on over 100 free discovery calls over the last year, and I want to do the exact same thing in 2022. People often wonder, well, what do I get out of these calls? Men and women from around the world who are jumping on these calls are walking away from the calls with more clarity, figuring out the mindset block that's stopping them from feeling really confident to make more money, feel fulfilled, and know what next step they have to take in order to decide it's their turn. So if you've ever thought about jumping on one of these calls, I would absolutely love to talk to you. So feel free to send me a text at 501 222-3362. Text me the word call and we can book one of those calls or head over to the show notes and you've got a link to my website where you can book a free discovery call with me. Since we're on that topic, how do you figure out who to hire as a coach and a mentor? (laughs) You know, Instagram can, you know, show you the highlight reels or anyone can just show up and say, hey, I'm a this, I'm a that, which is great. But at the same time, when you want to invest in yourself and you're really starting out, so you haven't played the field yet, what are your best, what's your best advice? Oh my gosh, that's so true. And you and I have talked about this a thousand times. You know, I think number one, don't hire right off the bat, like do your homework, talk to a few people, be willing, you know, not everyone. I'm one of the only coaches at this type of level at this pay point that probably jump on discovery calls. And I probably never will stop doing that because I want a person, even last week, I was telling you this, I did a discovery call with this person. 
he basically came back to me and said, it's not, you know, it's not a hell yes. And I was like, you know what? That's fucking phenomenal because I will only work with people who are a hell fucking yes. Like I want you to be so sold on me if I'm so sold on you. So for me, it's like, do your homework, ask around, figure out who's in alignment with you. There might be someone who knows everything in the world, but if you're not in alignment with them, if you don't have the same similar type of values as them, if you, and you know, I have clients all different areas of life, all different walks of life, all different age ranges. A lot of people that, you know, are not here for the business side, but they're here for the personal side. And I have a ton of people who are here for the business, which you definitely have to have the, the mental side of it as well in business for sure. But of course. of course, but I mean, find someone who's somewhat in alignment with you. I don't think they have to be your exact replica. Myself and my coach, a perfect example. I jumped on a discovery call. I've been with her for like three years now. I jumped on a discovery call with her. I was I was unsure in the beginning. I did a ton of homework. So I didn't even ask her for um, like references. I just went on her Instagram. I saw who she was following. I saw the things and I sent cold DMs. And I said, hey, by chance, do you work with Lacey? And I said, can you tell me what the experience was like? Do you like X, Y, and Z thing? What is the biggest improvement? Like I did my fucking homework, but then I didn't fiddle faddle. Like I literally just was like, fucking let's go. I'm all in. And I signed a six month commitment and it was a very, very big expense, but I did my homework and I made a fast decision, you know, and now I've been with her for such a long period of time. And one thing I, I kind of, you know, you and I've been together a long time as well. Like I'm not a person who's going to jump ship at any point in time and thinking that there's another pot of gold at the other end of the rainbow. Like I always tell you at the end of the day, I know everything about you. I know when you're feeling some imposter syndrome and pulling yourself back. I know when you're high vibe, I know where you want to go. I know, you know, what limiting beliefs could play in you. I don't need, I don't need a different coach. I want someone who knows every insecurity that I have that can help me get over that to the next level and feels really in alignment with me. And so I think that that's really helpful is like, I don't have to be Lacey and I are very different humans when it comes to a lot of things, but I respect her. I know her core values and I know that she can help me. And so I think that that's really helpful for someone who's looking, but do your homework, like figure out what this person, you know, is about figure out how they can actually serve you. Ask them some questions as well. I I think that that's really important, but honestly, like no one, there is not one coach in the fucking world that has one strategy that is going to work. Find someone who helps you figure out what is best for you. There is not one strategy. There is not one coach. There is not a pot of gold. No one knows the fucking secret because guess what? There is no fucking secret. But find someone that you really want to create a great relationship with that you can trust and has similar values. Oh my gosh, for sure. Also, it's kind of like, you know, ask yourself, what do you need instead of just that impulse? I love the hell yes. I live by that. It's either a hell yes or a hell no. And also, you know, even with my clients, it's also, yes, um, the answer is inside of you. So all we are is here to guide you to bring out the answers. And I think, you know, you've done that for me and you've done that with many clients. I mean, you're sold out until <laughs> the end of the year, I think. I mean, guys, get on our wait list, book a discovery call. <laughs> I love you. I you're can't so say it enough, but that discovery call is magic. You have nothing to lose, only to gain. But um, 
So speaking of sold out, how do you protect your energy? Show up for all your clients Mm. because, you know, it takes a lot and you hold space for a lot of us. So, well, first of all, I always try to remind myself um, the things that become overwhelming today were the things that I prayed about ages ago. You know, I prayed. Thank you. I prayed for this however many years ago when it was hard and I got my first client or my second client or things weren't selling out and all the things I prayed to be as busy as I am today, where I get to help as many people as I do. And, and, you know, I also too, I really know what works for me. You know, you and I have actually talked about this a lot is that, you know, I've actually scaled down in some regards and I've scaled down the things that are not in alignment. My one-on-one coaching, most people think what I do is crazy. Most people think, you know, I don't make enough money or I can help a ton of other people or all the things, but you know, I I love what I get to do. I love the connections that I have with people. And I'm not going to lie. There's some days where I'm fucking tired. Like it's, I'm a human being doing human things, but I also think too, like how I do that is I make sure that I, you know, take time away on the weekends. I get off my phone. I don't fucking scroll. I don't look at other people's shit. I, I care deeply about what I'm doing. I walk every single day to just kind of like be in silence. That's quote unquote, my meditation. I work out, but I also too, like I'm, I'm fucking grateful for this. Like if you actually boil down what I do, I stand at a desk in front of a computer to help people live their best fucking profitable lives. And I get paid really well to do it. Like if you actually boil it down, that's what I do. Obviously there's a thousand moving pieces, but how fucking lucky am I? Like mic drop. I'm so fucking lucky. So lucky. And the other end of it on the computer, we are so lucky as well. (laughs) Everyone listening to this, because I mean, that whole answer, all I kept thinking was, wow, she's so confident, (laughs) confidence in what she's doing and how she approaches it. And even like I walk, like that's it. It's a non-negotiable. They are built in habits that you know, keep you in alignment, keep you even going. And um, speaking of confidence, (laughs) there's a big myth out there that, you know, with self-confidence and confidence, you no longer have fear and self-doubt. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh my God. Fuck. Yes, I can. Because thank you for even asking that question. You guys, I'm scared all the time. I have self-doubt all the time. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? I make really fast decisions. And I, I think the main part here is that I trust myself to figure it out no matter what. I trust myself to figure it out no matter what. It bombs, I'll figure it out. It works great and I explode, I'll figure it out. Like I'm, I, this doesn't feel in alignment anymore. Perfect. I'm quitting. I'm stopping it. And I'm doing something completely different. I'm going against the grain of what everyone else has been doing. Perfect. Cool. I trust myself. I will figure it out. And to me, that's just how I have gained that is I just keep showing up. I just keep showing up every single time and you can burn it all down. You can take it all away. You can shut down Instagram where my main, you know, my main audience is, I will fucking figure it out. I will literally knock on fucking doors to help people if I have to. Um, you know, I lose a team member. It sucks. And it's like, you have those moments that you're like, oh my God, am I ever going to find someone? I'm like, yeah. 
yes, I have faith that God, like, this is so in me that like, I have a hundred percent faith. Even when I get my, like that discovery call I was talking about that, where that guy's like, no, it's not in alignment. I can like, you know what I mean? I could wallow in that. I could be like, oh, what's wrong with me? He knows me personally. Like, does he, why is he judging me? All the things I could go down those roads. And I sometimes like feel like I take two steps down that road. And then I come back and I go, how is that serving me? It's fucking not onto the motherfucking next one. Like I will find the people that I am meant for and the people that are meant for me will find me. And it's, it's truly amazing. The more that you step into that, you know, I'm obviously more so on the masculine side. I also have that, you know, faith piece, but I also believe too, it's so crazy. Like when I'm so in alignment with what I get to do and so confident what I get to do, I know that I know that I know that I know God is sending me people because I get calls. I I jump on discovery calls. I have clients in fucking other countries that I didn't even know motherfucking existed. You know what I mean? Like, Like, how can I not have some faith and some trust and some confidence in myself that like, obviously this is working. Obviously this is in my purpose. Obviously God wants me to be doing these things. You know, and I also think too, and you and I've talked about this a thousand times and every single one of my clients guaranteed at some point in time, we've talked about this. You have to get to the point that you're willing to jump and willing to show up and like go like right off the cliff and have no idea how you're not going to die when you hit the bottom, but you have to be willing to get to that point. Like everything works, even, you know, you and I've talked about this a thousand times. You have no idea how this is going to work. Or this is going to work. What are people going to say? What am I going to do? How can I do it? It's like fucking jump. And guess what? The second you jump, God's like, oh, you're serious. You actually want this. Okay, cool. I'm sending you this client. I'm sending you this opportunity. I'm sending you this podcast. I'm sending you this. But you have to be willing to get to that point. And I, I just have enough trust in myself that I'm just going to keep showing up. And that's how I've gained the confidence is because I'm not really afraid to try anything. I'm not really afraid to like, you know get my face kicked in every once in a while, because I know that I'll be able to pick myself back up, but that is a muscle and that is a habit. And that's obviously what I teach. That's why people hire me. Like, doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to get that. And you have, that's why I always say like everyone buys the wrong thing. You buy the strategy, the marketing, this, that, and the other, unless you buy the confidence in yourself, then everything else is easier. But until you have that, you cannot long-term sustainable success with something that you're actually wanting to do is not possible unless you have that in my personal opinion. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent for sure. Because, you know, a lot what just came up for me was that, yes, you need the strategy and you need the branding and, you know, you need all that. But until you begin, and like you said, jump in, that was like my biggest thing this year is that, you know, I jumped in and God's, and God's looks the same. Yeah. Because I was always so attached to, well, what's going to come from this or what's going to happen or, you know, really trying to control that whole outcome where I was forgetting about the process and the faith and the trust. And, you know, you, you do say that you're, you know, very masculine, but, you know, I beg to differ a little bit. Because I think you actually have the perfect balance. I think you have the trust and the faith and the the woo-woo, but then you also back it up with action. And you need action. We can't just sit here and rub crystals and look up and hope and dream. And, you know, yes, I have the vision for my life. And then we're just sitting still. No, we need to show God, hey, you know, I'm serious. And you will be surprised how many doors open when you come from that energy versus the energy of just only the woo-woo. Thank you. If that makes sense. 
<laughs> no, it makes a hundred million percent. I hope everyone who's listening in this, like if you're listening to this podcast and you're reading the books and you're doing all the things, but you don't take massive action, it's just, it may work eventually, but the only reason why it's going to work is because you, the, you just say, fuck this. I got to take some action. But like, I love what you said too, but like the branding, the strategy and all that, like we do that all the time. Like I do this with clients all the time. There's yes, branding, strategy, marketing, you know, feeling in alignment, but you can't do any of it if you're like, for instance, like if you don't have the confidence that the strategy is going to work, every strategy works. Let me hear this for people in the back. Every strategy works if you work it and you have the confidence in it. Every fucking strategy works. No one has the perfect strategy. What they have is they have the confidence and the trust and the willingness to show up to the fucking strategy. Like that is the shit that we work on. Like you can't just be a strategist. You have to literally have the confidence in yourself to show up even when the strategy doesn't look like it's working. But that's a huge part of it. The branding works. Doesn't matter if it's like, think about the fucking most simple logo in the, in the whole entire world. It works. It's not like, it literally works. An apple, it fucking works. You know, like it's because those people have the confidence and the willingness to take action behind it. So like all of the things fucking work, but it's the confidence and the self-trust and the belief and the showing up and the action that fucking gets it to work guys. Yeah. And also, you know, the number one thing for me is like, you know, I pivot. Pivot, 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 because I always tell myself, you know, I do say I'll figure it out all the day on the daily, but I also say this or something better when something doesn't turn out the way I planned it to be. I'm like, this or something better. And what's my next step? What's my next step? That comes with confidence, that comes with mindset. And really that comes with, you know, being able to even hear yourself say these things. I love that. I have another client that says that this is something better. I know I use the saying all the time and, you know, you know, Sarah, one of my longtime good clients and friends, uh, she's taken our, um, our little slogan, Nathan and I slogan of, uh, everything works out for us. She, she sends it to me all the time. She's like, Oh my gosh, everything just works out for me. I was like, yes, it does. But that's a mindset thing, right? You can believe it or not. Like the people who don't believe it, I promise you, if you, if you actually like put the energy behind believing that it's fucking amazing what actually happens. Oh my gosh. And guess what? It actually happens. It actually happens. Oh Oh my gosh, Christina, this was so good. Thank you so much for allowing me to interview you and really getting that other side of things like, you know, your perspective and your beliefs and your core values. I mean, it was so good to hear. What is one thing you want to leave your listeners with? Hmm. Um, how grateful I am for this experience, how grateful I am for my clients, how grateful, like literally, like I said, when I would kind of boil down everything that I get to do on a daily basis, like, yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes and yeah, it's hard. And yeah, it's a lot of money and there's a lot of moving parts, but overall, like I'm so fucking grateful that even you, you trust me to help you with your life and your business and just everything. And that's just like such a blessing that I truly want everyone to understand. I truly feel so unbelievably lucky and grateful and blessed for the opportunities that I have. And I I know 
you know, you can call it confident or cocky or whatever, but I know it's just the beginning of everything that I get to do in this world. And until, you know, God takes my last breath, I'm just going to keep showing up and playing the long game. And, you know, I really don't have any expectations. I know what I love to do. I know how I love to serve. And I'm just kind of grateful. I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that this is my fucking life. Ah, gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is so simple, but yet so just so deep, you know, just a little science stuff because, you know, I can geek out on this, Yes, but guilt and shame. The antidote to that is gratitude. It actually releases the same dopamine and serotonin. So just a little sidebar for the listeners out there. Well, for the listeners, let's, so this is your second time on the podcast. I interviewed you the first time and you did an absolutely phenomenal job. That was your first time on a podcast. And now this is your first time interviewing how you got so fucking lucky to be on here twice. I have no idea. Apparently I quite like you, but um, tell everyone where they can find you and who you are and what you do, because obviously this will all be in the show notes, but since you really just, just said your name, but you didn't tell us really who you were, give us all the things. Oh, great. So Marley Amos, life and mindset coach, girl mama of three, wife living in Miami. And I really just help women get out of their own way and live as their best selves every single day. So we do that through like overcoming self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, like I'm in it with them. And, you know, it's all those moment to moment where the breakthrough happens or the awareness versus one big thing. And they start to realize that. So. Kind of just like you did, right? Exactly. I did. Yes. It has been a journey, but I wouldn't change a thing. Amen. Thank you for doing this today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Bye y'all. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.